What's up, family? This is your girl, Angie H. TLS, Toxic Love Syndrome. Do you know what it is? Do you know the signs? Are you in a relationship where you feel like loyalty is over everything? Why are you even staying? Let's find out exactly what it is. So grab that cup of tea and join me on this week's episode of Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Thursday Thoughts of a Tea. So toxic love syndrome, that's our topic for the day. Exactly what is it? Um, to me, toxic love syndrome, of course, I made up that little acronym. <laughs> but to me, toxic love syndrome is when you're in a relationship, be it a romantic friendship, whatever, even family dynamics sometimes are toxic love. Um, just being in these environments in these intimate places um with someone and you know that it's unhealthy but you keep going back you keep going back or you you stay in these certain situations because you're loyal to that situation you're loyal to that person so in that moment you compromise everything um that is within you you ignore the red flags you ignore the flashing light the sirens everything going off within you you ignore them because you're loyal to that person now could it be that you just love them and you want to fix them could it be that um they helped you or they were there for you when you needed them and so to even though they're not giving you what you need in the season that you're in. You're loyal to that person. So you feel like you're obligated to stay because they were there for you in a time of need. It's so many things that keeps us um, bound to a toxic situation. But is it really worth it? Like, is the toxic love or the loyalty that you have to this toxic situation, is it really worth everything that you're putting yourself through? And so often we find ourselves in compromising positions and compromising relationships where we're like, well, you know, or we see people that say, well, at least he's coming home or at least she's here. Um, She's the mother of my kids. And everything about the relationship is screams, depression, sadness, um, all all of these different things. Um, And it is so sad that we feel that we have to be so loyal to a fault. Like we have to give of ourselves so much in relationships that we are slowly chipping away everything about us. We're chipping away um, our, our being basically because we want to be, or we're expecting, um, we're expecting somebody to change for us and you know and and to some extent you know you do you do sometimes change um some things about yourself when you're in serious relationships but you don't give up who you are and I think that's one thing that we are failing um to recognize that you can be a unit and you can be a team with someone but that doesn't mean that you have to lose your entire self um, in order to foster this relationship 
you still should be able to know who you are when you look in the mirror. And sometimes we see people that have totally submitted to this idea that they thought was a perfect relationship. And because of that loyalty, they're compromising themselves. They're losing themselves. They have lost everything, um, their hopes, their dreams, their desires. Um, And it's just whatever that person wants, I'm going to cater. And it's funny that (laughs) we come across that because it was this thing going around on social media that the words to certain songs that we used to belch out faithfully um, was really not what we should have been singing. It was not what we should have been putting out there. Um, and so that, that was just funny to me when I said cater because uh, Destiny's Child's Cater to You was one of those things. But um, a lot of the lyrics and songs that we sang and we begin to um, relate to these songs or we begin to portray the very words of the song that is um, that we are singing. And a lot of the lyrics is causing us to forget about ourselves and just be everything to everybody else. That's toxic. It's very toxic. Um, and it, and it's sad because now social media and movies and entertainment world and all these things are putting out this image that, um, we gonna cuss each other out. We gonna fuss and we gonna fight. But I know he loved me. You know, you, we make jokes. Oh, I'm about to wear this and he about to knock my head off or this and that. And we we are acting like these are healthy dynamics in a relationship. We act like it's okay. Like this is how relationships supposed to be. And it's not. It's not supposed to be where you're crying and you're wary or you got to worry about somebody knocking on your door or you got to worry about um, did he turn his phone down or she turned her phone down because um, of other things besides making you happy. And these are the things that we're dealing with and we are okay with that. And, and the sad thing about it is We take it from relationship to relationship. These are the relationships that we keep getting ourselves into. We keep getting into relationships where the woman is belittling us, making us feel less than. We're getting into these relationships where you're the main one, but I have women on the side. But people are no longer up front. Or have they ever been up front? So you're loyal to an idea of what your relationship should look like. You're loyal to the idea of your hope for this relationship. But you, you're you willing to compromise what you're actually getting or what you should be getting out of the relationship and you're settling for what, what they're giving. And it's not giving what it should be giving. But yet, we're okay with it. Because they have money, because they have status, whatever it is, we're okay with it. And people are putting these images out there like this is normal behavior. These are normal relationships. Um, same thing with family dynamics. Because they're blood related, we're supposed to take on the toxicity of that relationship because they're family. No, it's time out for toxic love. It's time out for compromising our own mental health and our peace because people expect us to continue to give 
at what point are we are we going to give to ourselves and choose us um people have this fear of being alone or you reaching a reaching a certain age and if if i have not did the a through z yet then i am falling short Um, people allow other people's relationship to pressure them into staying into situations that are unhealthy i'm x y z years old I should have been married by now or I've been married before I don't want another failed marriage so I'm just gonna compromise and stay you know and it is sad because it was embedded in us because how many of us to be honest how many of us have seen toxic love on display Papa had 15 kids cross town with other women but grandma stayed because marriage was to death do us part. There was no divorce. Papa went upside grandma's head. Grandma had a couple little flings on the side. And now we don't know if uncle such and such have the same daddy or not. Like, and we see and, and they stay. And that's what has been embedded in us. You stay regardless. But at some point, we got to choose us. At some point, we have to say, okay, you know what? I'm not, just because I'm alone, I'm not lonely. Because I'm choosing me. But that brings me to my next point. So my sister, y'all have all heard me season after season talk about my older sister, Arkita. Um, So she's actually a social worker. Um, and she's she does therapy as well. And when I brought up this topic, um, she had gave an um, a idea from the mental health and the social worker's point of view um, of a website that we needed to, to go to, that we should go to. And this explains to us, it's basically looking at your childhood um, and seeing if you suffer from some type of childhood trauma because that trauma leads to how you build your relationships, which means it can give us an idea of why we're so comfortable in toxic environments. Um, a lot of times we are comfortable in these in these spaces because this is the dynamic that was fostered when we were growing. Um, and so the quiz, and I found it on npr.org, but the quiz name is Adverse Childhood experience quiz um and because of this many of us are susceptible to toxic relationships because of the experiences that we had as child as children and it's it's funny because i actually took the quiz and i scored high on the trauma um on the trauma scale so i scored high on the trauma side which explains why I ended up in domestic violence situations, why I um, pick toxic friends. Like I, I did an episode before on toxic friend syndrome. You you sit here with these friends that continue to pour from you and not giving what you should be given in those types of relationships. But it explained it. And because of that, I was more prone to toxic stress. Um, I'm more prone to different health issues. Uh, you know 
gut health and all of those things because are brought on by stress. And that's because I fostered my childhood experiences allowed caused me to foster bad relationships and bad friendships and different things like that. So you got to do the inner work from that um, perspective as well. So um, I, I would advise you if you start to see that you possibly are in toxic relationships uh, romantically or other um, I would I would suggest that you do take this adverse childhood experience quiz and see and see where you score and then begin to okay if you score high okay now how do we work on this how do we fix this how do we um, go about healing those parts of ourselves so that we can um, foster better relationships so I just thought that that was truly truly amazing um that there is something out there that kind of can give us an idea of why we do the things that we do um and then we can begin to work on those things because toxic love is not healthy love um you can say love is love and whatever um but toxic love is unhealthy toxic love can kill you um, so do you love the idea more than your own mental health? That's what you need to see and you need to ask yourself. Um, maybe you don't know that you are in a toxic situation. So I'm going to give you some little, some little signs to kind of look, to kind of see what type of relationships you in. And again, this is romantically or other. Um, sometimes we get connected to people because of our childhood experiences, because of the trauma that we may have faced and we just don't want to be alone. Sometimes we don't want to be alone in our own thoughts. So we latch on to whatever so that we can numb ourselves from the things that we really need to work on. So what are some signs of toxic love? You start to feel isolated. Um, you're trying to change for each other um, or you're trying to force a change I should say because you will you will do some changing you will do some growing when you're connected and you're trying to be a better person but that change should be for bettering not for bettering the relationship for bettering yourselves not that you're changing everything about you because it's going to make somebody else happy but they're not really willing to put that same effort into changing for you and for the dynamics of the entire relationship you in a relationship that lacks support male or female the you know the person that you're in a relationship with is controlling like they have very controlling behavior um there's often patterns of disrespect the disrespect can be verbal the disrespect Spec could be um, you got to constantly wary if they're sleeping with someone else or they're bringing someone else into um, the fold. Um, they're constantly trying to make you feel less than, um, whether it be talk about your looks, things like that. Um, there's a lot of jealousy. The communication that y'all do have is toxic. You're forever cussing each other out. You're constantly belittling. You're hitting below the belt. Those things are signs of con of toxic relationships um you're ignoring each other's needs and wants and desires and you're making it about self um that is signs 
of toxic love. If you're constantly stressed out in the relationship, like there's no happy time. There's no nothing that makes you crave to be in the presence of that energy or that person that you're with. Every time you hear them, something triggers in you, something stresses you out. That's that's toxic love, boo. And what are, what are you going to do about it? Like, how are we going to change this? How are we going to change this dynamic? Like, at what point are we going to realize that what we're doing is unhealthy for both of us? Either we're going to figure out how to fix it or we're going to walk away from it. But keep living in it. And like I said, it's all all types of TV shows and celebrities and stuff like that. And they're back and forth arguing and you know, you you seeing all these different things, and then you see them after they embarrass each other. Then you see them back together. Then somebody's buying somebody a gift, and now you want to show off they really love me because they spent X, Y, and Z. That's materialistic things. But what are you gonna do for your spirit? What are you gonna do for your soul? Like that's more important than flashy things that can be taken away. Moths eat that up. That stuff can be damaged. But what are you gonna do to finish? Fix your damaged soul, your damaged spirit. You're broken. And yet and still you think that the idea or the image of the relationship for everybody else is worth more than your peace of mind. A toxic relationship can be saved, but it's going to take an investment from both parties. It's going to take for both parties to sit down and realize what portion of the relationship is toxic what parts is toxic and it it is emotionally it is physically damaging to both parties but if it's if you want to fix it you have to recognize that there's an issue and if you never know that is that if you have never acknowledged the issue then maybe you need to do some self-healing because the thing about it is when you begin to heal, when you begin to um, invest in your yourself and your mental health, you begin to see things clearly. You begin to see the patterns that you keep going through. So yeah, you may leave that toxic partner, but are you healed enough not to pick another one? You pick the same man, but it's a different vessel. You picking the same woman, but a different vessel. So you're still picking the situation. You're just changing the partner in which you're doing it with. So at what point are you going to choose you? At some point, you got to choose you, right? So mold that over for a little bit and I'll be back after these breaks. And I'm just going to give you a couple tips um, to help you heal from a toxic relationship. Be right back. Hey guys, 
I know you probably wondering, who is Angie H? What does she do? Why is she here? Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am the owner of Anish Charles Organics, which is a holistic company where I provide holistic health tips. I provide products um, as well as coaching. I'm also the founder of Defining Our Purpose Women's Ministry Group and the author of a devotional journal called Inspirations. Um, If you want to find out more about me, you can simply go to my website, definingourpurpose.com d-e-f-i-n-i-n-g-o-u-r-p-u-r-p-o-s-e dot com what's up family and welcome back um i have posted this same question about toxic um, love syndrome on my Facebook and I had a couple of responses um, so one of my girlfriends her name is Clarissa and she was just basically just simply talking about how so many people say having a piece of man is better than having no man at all um, she even referenced that Betty Betty Wright <laughs> Betty Wright has something to do with it we know about Barbara and Shirley right um but her thing was that regardless of how many years she was in a relationship or friendship, family or whatever, she's not staying, she's not willing to know, to stay in a situation um, that is toxic for her. Um, and that's a lot of what we need to remember. We, we're being loyal to situations because of the time in. Um, sometimes we're leaning on how it used to be um we're we're leaning on the honeymoon phases um of relationships and so we're trying to force ourselves to go back to those happier times but we're constantly digging um space in our hearts to allow toxic situations to come in and then um i had another response from um one of my friends guanita um, and she and she made a valid point as well. She she basically was saying that some people don't find out that a person is toxic um, until years later, or don't recognize that they're in a toxic situation until years later. Um, and then when it's revealed, she said that she would personally, you know, take take some safe but extreme measures to separate themselves because sometimes um people are in situations that it's scary to get out of so they just say they become complacent because of they fear their safety they fear for their children and i totally understand that um but she also said that toxin and poison can can be deadly i mean it can cause death if you don't figure out how to remove it um and that is that is definitely um true um especially when we are faced with domestic violence situations it's scary to even want to do better um at that point in life you're only thinking about survival so do what you want to do i just want to survive um and i I totally understand that um so that brings me to um just giving you some tips when you do decide to break free when you do recognize it's toxic when you do see that it just can't be fixed it's not worth fixing um these are some things that you can do to heal
um, first of all, you got to feel that emotion. You got to recognize that emotion. A lot of times we shut down. A lot of times we shut off that emotion because we don't want to deal with it. We don't want to go through the process of hurting and healing. Um, and it, it's sad um, and it's confusing sometimes that you got to break your own heart, right? So you got to break your own heart in order to heal it. Um, so that means recognizing the things that cause you pain, recognizing the things that cause you um, stress that are toxic for you. So you have to be in that moment. You have to feel every ounce of that emotion because if you don't, you're not going to be able to heal from it. You're not going to know and you're not going to be able to recognize it if you see it again. If you see yourself falling into that same pattern, you're not even going to recognize it because you didn't even go through the emotion to heal. Don't expect closure. Um, a lot of times we, 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 get out of these situations and then we expect to go to that person and they supposed to apologize to us and I need my closure. If you, A lot of times you don't because everybody is not going to look at it the way you do. Everybody is not going to feel because they're going to feel like they didn't do anything wrong. So they're not going to feel what you're feeling. So you may not never get that closure. Are you going to be okay with that? Or are you going to continue to harbor or allow even out of this toxic situation, you're still allowing that to resonate within you. You're still festering in that toxic environment that you just walked away from because you're expecting someone to give you something. And how can you expect closure from someone that didn't even understand the value of your being while you were in that presence? Um, you're gonna need a strong support system. You're gonna have to have those people that are gonna support you um, and not cause you more stress. A lot of times, a lot of times people say they support you, but they kind of just want to know your business, but then they kind of want to make sure that you're stuck in a certain season because they want to look like they're doing better than you because they don't really want to deal with their own stuff. And you know them types, right? So... They act like they supporting you, but they really just want to make sure that you're staying in that same slump. So you're going to need somebody strong. You're going to need people around you that can understand you and what you're going through without judgment. And that's going to give you everything that you need while you're going through the situation to heal. Rediscover yourself. A lot of times when you're in a toxic relationship, I can't stress it enough, you lose yourself because you're so busy trying to make everybody else feel good. So you lose yourself. You forget who you are. So while you're healing, don't try to jump into something else. Rediscover yourself. Find out who you are. And never lose that person again. Never allow yourself to get into a situation where you lose yourself for the sake of having somebody. Rediscover yourself because you're a big freaking deal. And anybody that dare get in your presence should recognize who you are when you walk up. Practice self-care. Take care of yourself. Fall in love with yourself. Embrace who you are. But most importantly, I want you to be patient with yourself. A lot of times we beat ourselves up because we was in situations, we stayed in situations too long, um, and we beat ourselves up. 
you got to be patient with yourself because guess what if you don't go through you can't grow you can't grow and make sure that while you're embracing who you are and being patient with yourself that you watch how you speak to yourself a lot of times we have a lot of negative self-talk and that's not going to help us heal but that's going to make us continue to reflect on what was and not what can be so those are just some tips to help you heal but i want you to jot down these affirmations um, while you're going through your healing, begin to say these things to yourself. I give myself permission to heal. I forgive myself and those that hurt me. I accept myself. You got to accept yourself, flaws and all. I am safe. My needs and feelings are valid. It's okay to create a safe place for yourself that you're able to feel that you know that everything that you need and everything that you want and how you feeling is valid because they're your feelings and I will show myself compassion you got to you got to be compassionate not just with others but with yourself a lot of times we beat ourselves up for mistakes Um, that we've made and it keeps us in a negative space Um, it makes us give our own self toxic love because we're not building we're not doing anything to build ourselves because of the mistakes that we made you got to grow through it the thing is you can't keep going to the same situation and expecting different results you got to heal yourself so that you'll know what you deserve. Talk to yourself. Ask yourself, what is it that I need? And live in it. Don't don't waver and don't compromise. You deserve everything that you desire. And the person that has the... The person that can enter into your presence should know that. And they should know that they can't give you anything less than what you desire or deserve. So, stay tuned for our Black Excellence 365. Hey guys, welcome to Black Excellence 365. Did you know the month of June is black music month like for real all of the best music ever to grace the airways was created by African Americans right (laughs) they are the root of music and meaning that is black excellence 365 and it's black music month and the month of my birthday No, I'm not going to give you my vocals, but (laughs) did you know that um, this month was dedicated um, as Black Music Month by President Jimmy Carter on June 7th, 1979? Um, And then it was commemorated in 2009 by President Obama. 
that this will be African American Music Month. Um, and I just thought it would be funny, I should say. Um, I found this site that gave some of the craziest um, things that happened in history. So while we're talking about African American Music Month, why not hear some weird facts that we probably didn't know that was going on behind the scenes? Like, for instance, Prince sent Will Al Yankovich <laughs> a telegram in 1986 to avoid eye contact with him during the American Music Awards. Now, listen, the level of petty that Prince was to send a whole telegram. I'm trying to figure out, was it a singing telegram? <laughs> but in 1986, to get a knock on the door that this person, we're going to be doing these awards together. We're going to be here. Don't look at me. Don't even make eye contact. Make sure you do that for me. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> so I thought, that, I thought that was pretty funny. Another little fact that I thought was um, was sad. I thought was a sad fact, actually. Um, but it also lets us know how far we have come in medical history and to know that we can now diagnose it. But um, Louis Armstrong um, had an eating disorder. They, did, they didn't really know what it was. Um, but an eating disorder that we know now as bulimia um and basically he showed signs so what he would do he was he would uh binge he would binge on a bunch of food then he would purge with laxatives um and that's and that's what he did to kind of get it up and that he actually was a spokesperson for laxative like that was one of the things that he did so they didn't quite know that that was a that was an issue that was a problem but that was just something that he did um i thought that was kind of a weird fact to find out about him but it also shows that now we are able to diagnose and kind of see things and get people the help that they need um another interesting fact um was about bb king um, some people probably know. Um, some people may not, but I thought that it was something. Uh, so we all know that his guitar is named Lucille. But do we know how Lucille got her name? Some of us, again, may know. Some of us may not know. Um, but so B.B. King named his guitar Lucille because two people had got, two men had got in a fight over a lady named Lucille in one of the clubs he was playing at. And during this fight, they knocked over a kerosene heater that was heating the venue and it set and it set the venue on fire. But BB King ran in. Though this it was his guitar. Though this guitar was only about $30, he ran in to this fiery building to save his guitar. And because he was able to save it, no matter the guitar, no matter what, the he kept naming it Lucille. So that is how 
the guitar got its name. I thought it was pretty cool. But that is your Black Excellence 365. Until next week, God bless, guys. guys we have come to the end of another great episode of thursday thoughts over tea with your tea time bestie here angie h um you know that you can stay connected to me by following me on instagram at thursday thoughts over tea or simply subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms um until next week thank you for tuning in and remember conversation is always better over a hot cup of tea